welcome to episode 88 of George's Random Astronomical Object. Every episode, I run a random number generator to select random astronomical coordinates in the sky, and I then search for an astronomical object near those coordinates and talk about what makes the object so interesting to astronomers. So, let's now run the random number generator. And the random number generator has returned the coordinates of 16 hours, 5 minutes, 12.9 seconds right ascension, and plus 20 degrees, 32 minutes, 33 seconds declination. These coordinates point to an object in the constellation Hercules called NGC 6052. As seen from Earth, this object looks like a spiral galaxy that has smashed into a wall of stars. This is rather close to what is actually happening, as NGC 652 is a pair of spiral galaxies that are in the process of merging. One of those galaxies is seen face-on, while the other galaxy, which looks like the wall of stars, is seen edge-on. These days, we have a decent understanding of the basics of what happens when two spiral galaxies merge together, but the scientific literature for this object extends back several decades to a time when galaxies and mergers were not as well understood. And it's kind of interesting to look at what those scientific papers were saying. So, in this episode, we are going on an adventure into scientific history with NGC 6052. Cue some sort of sound effect. To begin with, the NGC in the name NGC 652, as well as in the names of a lot of other objects featured in this podcast series, refers to the new general catalog. This is a catalog of, quote, nebulae and clusters of stars, unquote, which was created by John Dreher in 1888. This was an update in the older general catalog of nebulae created by John Herschel in 1864, which is why the new general catalog is called new, even though it's over 130 years old at this point. The new general catalog, or NGC designations, have stuck over time. So many people who work with these objects typically refer to them by their NGC numbers rather than anything else. Also, I just want to point out that the new general catalog listed things that basically looked fuzzy in 19th century telescopes, and while it advertises itself as a catalog of, quote, nebulae and clusters of stars, unquote, many of the objects listed in the catalog are entire galaxies. When the new general catalog was created, Astronomers did not know that these galaxies were outside our own galaxy. They thought that they were star clusters or nebulae within the Milky Way. NGC 652 was, as you would expect, the 6052nd object listed in the new general catalog. As best as I can tell, it looks like it was originally discovered by Albert Marth in the mid-1800s before it was included in the new general catalog. The entry for NGC 652 lists its description as a series of unintelligible abbreviations that basically indicate that the object looked faint, pretty large, and irregularly round. 
whatever that means. As far as I can tell, people largely ignored NGC 652 for the next few decades. Then came Houghton ARP in the 1960s. ARP was trying to come up with evidence for an alternative to the Big Bang Theory for why we observe the expansion of the universe, which I'm not going to discuss here, but which I will say does not make much sense if you think too hard about it. And most people now ignore his alternative descriptions of cosmology. However, in 1966, ARP created the Atlas of Peculiar Galaxies to try to support his hypotheses. This atlas was a collection of astronomical photographs of interacting and otherwise strange-looking galaxies that astronomers found to be a very useful reference, even if they didn't buy into ARP's alternative version of cosmology. Some galaxies in this atlas are actually quite famous and known by their designations given in this atlas. NGC 652 was listed in this atlas as an example of a galaxy with, quote, irregularities, absorption, and resolution, unquote, whatever that means. And it was given the designation ARP 209. Soon after this, Benjamin Markarian detected NGC 652 in his survey of the sky at ultraviolet wavelengths and included the object in his catalog of galaxies with strong ultraviolet emission. The object was given the alternative designation of Markarian 297, or MRK 297. Because the excessive ultraviolet emission from the galaxies in Markarian's catalogs looks so unusual, a lot of people spent a lot of time studying those galaxies in detail, although it took people several years to identify how the ultraviolet emission was produced. Following the publication of both ARPS and Markarian's catalogs, People knew that NGC 652 was some sort of weird ultraviolet freak of nature, and they began to look at NGC 652 much more frequently. However, it wasn't until 1979 that anyone, or more specifically, Danielle Alon and Rene Duflo, published a paper suggesting NGC 652 was actually two galaxies merging together, thus explaining why the object looked so abnormal that it made it into the Atlas of Peculiar Galaxies. Additionally, they came to the conclusion that this merger event had caused the interstellar gas clouds in these two galaxies to collide with each other. And this caused the gas clouds to collapse and form lots of new stars, including really big, really hot blue stars with very short lifespans that produce lots of ultraviolet emission. This explains why NGC 652 appeared in Markarian's surveys of ultraviolet sources. While by today's standards, this seems like a simple straightforward explanation for what is happening in NGC 652, this new theory was a major breakthrough in 1979. In the next 15 years after Alon and Duflo's publication, NGC 652 would continue to attract a lot of attention as what was seen at the time as a unique case of two galaxies merging together. However, it seemed like some people were a little hesitant to refer to this object as a merger. I found a few papers that called it a, quote, clumpy irregular galaxy, unquote, which is an accurate description, but which seems overly vague, much in the same way that the term car could be used to refer to a Formula One race car. Anyway, two sets of science results from the 1980s and early 1990s stood out to me. First. 
Observations of NGC 652 at radio wavelengths demonstrate that the object was not only producing stars at a very high rate, but was also producing lots of supernovae as well. This is because, as I mentioned earlier, the object contains an excessive amount of really big blue stars. These stars tend to live for relatively short periods of time before they explode to supernovae, and when they do explode to supernovae, they tend to produce a lot of excess radio emission. The second science result from NGC 652 that I noticed were early computer simulations published in 1991 that tried to provide an explanation for what was happening in the collision. Just a few years after this paper was published, I worked on an analysis of computer simulations of merging galaxies for a project for my master's degree. And at the time, performing these computer simulations was really difficult because they needed a lot of computational power. I therefore personally found it quite interesting to see this simulation paper from 1991 focused very specifically on NGC 6052. These days, NGC 652 does not attract that much attention, and I think that is because everyone now understands how galaxies merge and trigger the formation of stars, and because everyone has identified many more examples of where this is happening in both nearby galaxies and more distant galaxies. Nonetheless, people still occasionally target NGC 652 to study specific aspects of the galaxy merging process and it will continue to be a potential future science target for people who want to understand more about merging galaxies. The location on the Earth's surface corresponding to the position of NGC 652 in the sky is about 930 kilometers west-southwest of the southern tip of Baja, California, in the Pacific Ocean. This area is not near any islands, but it appears to lie near a major shipping route between East Asia and the Pacific coast of Central America, including the Panama Canal. If you can imagine one container ship ramming into the side of another container ship, then you would have something somewhat analogous to NGC 652. The website for this podcast is www.randomastronomicalobject.com. You can visit the website to download episodes of the show, read information about the astronomical objects, view images of those astronomical objects, look up additional reference information, and send me random feedback. The audio was recorded and edited by George Bendo. The music is Immersion by Sasha Endy at www.sasha-endy.de and these sound effects are from the Freesound Project at www.freesound.org. Thanks for listening.